Hey y'all, hey. Happy Sunday. We're on, I believe we're on our third week in January 2020 already. This month is almost over. But I just want to say hello and I just hope that you all had a blessed week since I spoke with you all last. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in. I just want to thank you so much for everyone sharing this video. Again, I don't um, discredit, you know, the joy and the release that I feel by being back on the airwaves with you all. So again, I just want to thank any of you all sharing my video um, and my, my podcast and stuff like that, you know, on Instagram and everything. I just thank you so much. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really like God bless you. Like, I really do appreciate it. So again, I just hope that you all have been enjoying the topic matters thus far. I have a few different segments that I'll probably start introducing. Like I said, I'll be looking to bring some more um, listeners, you know, um, interviewers, interviewees onto the episodes. You know, I have different topics coming up for you all. We're going to get a little bit into finance and different things as we roll around to tax time. So I'll be looking for people to partner with on those segments. And, you know, we're going to talk more about relationships, especially getting into Valentine's Day you know, and just everything like that. So all things new in 2020. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in. So I have what I call um, a wisdom drip, okay? So the wisdom drip segment is basically, and actually I have to, so I'll plug Ashley Speaks, um, and her government name is Ashley Porter from Virtuous Visionaries. I'll probably plug in about her again later on in the episode because I went to one of her events this, like just yesterday, you know, Saturday, um, January 18th. So I'll probably plug that back in. But the wisdom drip is basically just to, you know, give you a little bit of a, you know, like a, like a word, you know, and, and just a little motivation, you know, so, and then it's backed up by scripture. But it's just to kind of have a little bit of meat to add to your diet for the week, okay? Especially for those of us who don't always get to go to church on Sunday. Hopefully this is a little bit of church for you, okay? Um, so, and today is going to feel like I'm preaching, but trust me, you know, I'm only saying this because I care. You know, that's um, Lady Lex, if you all follow her on Instagram. I'm only telling you this because I care, okay? So, the wisdom drip of the day is um, a scripture that says... And it's 1 Corinthians 10, 23. And it says that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So the reason that I'm, um, that scripture dropped on my heart is that I actually had a pretty crazy week this week. And it had me rethinking some of the decisions that I've made um, throughout my life and especially in my recent years, even down to the vehicle that I purchased a few years ago. Because now I'm starting to have a lot of the same issues with the vehicle. And the vehicle is almost four years old now. And so something happened to it on Friday. Um, I've taken it back to Chevy about two or three times for the same issue. And it's literally becoming apparent to me that, hey, I'm about to have to buy a new vehicle. But when I look back on it, I didn't do much research, you all, when I went to go buy the vehicle. I was kind of like in a frantic um, situation because I had blew the transmission on my old vehicle that was almost paid off. And then I didn't have, I couldn't afford to keep paying for a rental car. So I kind of like went to the Chevy dealership, bought the first thing that I test drove. I think if anything, if I consulted God, it was just a quick, hey God, you know, if this is your will, please let the loan get approved. And then just left it at that. So I just want to encourage you all to sometimes wait for God's divine will. You know, there's a scripture that says that, um, it says, 
The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without pain, without painful toil for it. So the blessings of God add no sorrows. And that scripture is Proverbs 10, 22. And for those of you who may not be Christians and everything, I'm hoping that everything that I say still, you know, um, impacts you in a, in a positive way. You can still use it in your life somehow because, you know, it's just... We can't second guess every single decision, but I'm learning to just wait on the Lord and literally, you know, wait on God, however you view it, be patient, do your due diligence, do research. You know, sometimes it just pays to just take your time. And I talked about this at the beginning of the year, but I feel like it's something that has to keep echoing because it keeps echoing for me. So I'm sure that anyone listening, you, you probably need to hear it a couple more times as well. Take your time, pace yourself. You know, like I said, my father says, you know, um, the world, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, the world wasn't built in a day. Even though God could have definitely built it all in a day. I think that even God taking six days and then resting on the seventh day was to teach us a principle that everything doesn't have to be done quick, fast, and in a hurry, right? So, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, listen, God, I didn't really consult you much. And even when I prayed, I didn't necessarily wait for your answer. I just continue to proceed forward. And we do that, you know. But for those of you who do have some type of spiritual background, and you understand that our life, while it is our lives to live, which I believe is where the scripture where Paul comes in and says that everything is um, permissive, but not ever permissible, but not everything is beneficial, meaning you can do whatever you want. But is it to your benefit? Okay, is it going to benefit you in the long run or is it just going to benefit you in the short term? And then you're going to have to turn back around and revisit that same decision making process all over again. So at this point, I'm to the point where I'm 32 years old. Glory be to God. You know, I just celebrated 32 this past year, November. But, you know, shout out to anyone else that's born in November. But I am just like, I'm tired of just repeating things. I'm tired of like not getting the lesson and then I got to keep relearning it. <laughs> so. Who has the time, energy, or effort for that? So at this point, I'm starting to want to move and take my time in every area of my life. My friendships, personal relationships, you know, romantic relationships, um, you know, anything. I'm just like, okay, God, you know, and really praying and seeking and consulting him, okay? So that's the little wisdom drip. You know, those that have ears, let them hear what the word is, you know, what the voice of the Lord is saying. And that's all I have to say on that. That's that on that. <laughs> okay. So moving forward, I also want to give you all a word of encouragement um, and what actually brought me into the topic for today. So the enemy is coming for your praise, y'all. You know, um, the situation that happened with my car. So while I'm sitting in here about, you know, um, what, what the news is about, the news report was from the, the dealership about my vehicle, and I'm sitting there waiting for it to get service. My girlfriend actually also contacted me and told me that her son was being attacked with suicidal thoughts and was actually saying this out her his mouth and to the point where the guidance counselor at the school called her on the phone to tell her what was going on. And so I was just thinking it's amazing that me and this particular sister in Christ are just saying that, you know, we pray, you know, weekly, we do these different things, and I'm like, we're just trying to really walk you know, walk this thing out as hard as it may be. But we know that God has a calling on our life. He has a calling on your life if you're listening. You know, she likes to say, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. But it's true. Like, God has a plan for all of our lives if we're here on this earth. So we're just like, you know what, God, we just want to do what you're telling us to do. And we just ask that you give us a little bit of benefit, you know, as well. Bless us in the end, you know, however it goes. But we try to just touch and agree with God and obey and move forward the way he wants us to, and not according to our flesh. So when these things started happening, 
I just had to just finally say, you know what, God, I'm just going to praise you anyway. I'm just going to praise you anyway. And little do people know, and I had to learn this myself, and I thank God for my pastor, Yusuf Fletcher, in um, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and Faith City, if you all are looking for somewhere to worship. You know, small church, but doing big things. You know, God is taking care of us over there. Um, but it says that, you know, that you trade in the, um, the spirit of heaviness for a garment of praise. So basically, a lot of time, that spirit of, you know, depression will want to come on you, and all you have to do is just switch your mindset and, and, and praise God. You know, or if you're not a person who's saved or have a relationship with God, like, put some happy music on. You know, put some positive music in the air. Anything to just kind of turn that thing around. You know, don't take it on. You know, don't let, it, don't let yourself wallow in it. You know, you just got to turn that thing around. And there's a quote, and I, it might be in the Bible. Don't, don't, don't quote me on it. Um, but it says that when the praises go up, the blessings come down. So, see, these different things happen. Sometimes it's just life. We give the devil too much credit. So everything ain't Satan, right? But I will say that these tests and these trials come, and it's to test your faith. It's to see if you're just going to go back on what you said you believe God about. It's to see if you're still going to stand on his word. And it's to see if you're still going to praise God and give him the glory regardless of what your circumstance is. Because, see, that's the part that we can't control. We can't control what happens in life. So me and her just got to praying and encouraging each other back and forth. Like, listen, we're going to believe God. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. So quick testimony, and I hope this is an encouragement to you. Her son is not dead. He didn't do anything to himself. He's still here. Glory to God. That's a blessing, okay? And guess what? I was able to get my car fixed for the third time because it's under warranty and I didn't pay anything out of pocket. Won't he do it? Okay? So that's just a word of encouragement. But I can only imagine if I would have, you know, done like I've done so many times in the past and allowed that whole situation to get me down and to get me go back on whatever God was trying to get me to do. Because to be honest, before that happened with my car, I was cruising home from work in the morning. I was in a good mood. And he'd go to call acting funny, you know. But even in that, that's a blessing because it could have happened when I was on my way into work later in the evening when it's dark outside, you know, instead of in the morning, you know what I mean, when it's not dark outside and it's not as much traffic the direction I'm going. So, you know, all things work out for the good, you know, for us. But I just want to give you all that word of encouragement. Continue to praise God. Continue to press on even when it looks and feels like something that you're just not familiar with, not comfortable with, you feel in some type of way. You know, you just got to keep going. All right. So I just want to thank you again if you're still with me. Um, today is not going to be a really, really quick episode, um, I don't think. But, you know, I'll just try to flow with it. And um, I just wanted to go ahead and say, you know, like, congratulations um, at Ashley underscore speaks on Instagram and Virtuous Visionaries for her mix and mingle, you know, event that she did. It was like a meet and greet um, yesterday um, in Laurel, Maryland. And it was me and a few other ladies, and of course herself. And one of the ladies was actually a real estate agent um, in the area as well, Jabria. Um, nice to meet you. And they did a phenomenal job. When I tell you, she gave us journals, she gave us beautiful pens. She had everything decorated so nicely. Had a nice little spread of food, including desserts, which I'm on a restricted diet right now, glory to God. And the struggle is real, y'all, I'm trying to tell you. 
But, you know, I went ahead and, you know, I was able to at least eat some veggies, eat some meatless spaghetti, you know, with a little bit of pasta, and it was all good, and I got my belly full. But more importantly, my spirit was fed, you all. So the theme of the event was mask off, okay? And she actually showed a wonderful clip, you know, that showed people like in the, like a high school setting. And they had these different masks on. And it showed how you had groups of people that had the same mask on. And then you show, it showed how you had a young lady approaching a group of people and she took one mask off and had another one underneath just so that she could blend into this particular group. So I just think that we have these masks, meaning we have these different things. And she had us write these different things that's hiding behind the mask. So for example, some people might have put depression. You know, for me, it was like time management, procrastination, you know, different things that basically we we hide behind. Like, we don't expose these things to everybody. We kind of just struggle in silence. But really, it prevents us from being our authentic self, you know, our real self, meaning who we are, you know, good, bad, and different, you know, um, because we don't want to look a certain way to the masses, you know, to our friends, to our family, to our coworkers and colleagues, you know. And so it, it was just an amazing event. But, you know, it just confirmed that the topic for tonight, which is basically, you know, being your authentic self. And then also, you know, um, taking better care of your relationships. You know, like I think that we've gotten to a place in society where we take people for granted and we don't see people properly because we normally see people through the eyes of our pain, through our mistrust, through our disappointment, through just a pessimistic view standpoint, you know, um, whatever you past experiences, again, that you haven't processed, okay? And it taints your vision, so to speak, you know? And if you don't see other people properly, meaning your parents sometimes, like sometimes you have trauma that you're dealing with from how you were raised and the household you grew up in, and because you don't see your human father, your human mother, you know, your parents um, the properly, then it kind of impedes the way that you even see God. And then if you can't see God properly, then guess what? God is the only one because he created us, right? Everyone wants to go around the creator to find out why they were created. But it usually doesn't work like that. So if God created us and we don't even see him properly, then how can he show us who we really are, right? So I just think that the, the message is just to kind of try to get clear vision you know, uh, moving forward in 2020, you know, with how you deal with people, how you deal with your relationships. You want to dwell with people in knowledge. You want to ask God to help you to process some of these, these things that we struggle with, you know. So I wrote down here just some, some key things that you can do, you know, that can help with that. Like, so I was on Facebook not that long ago, and a young lady was arguing me down back and forth about forgiveness. And I can get to her point, you know, she was saying that how can you truly forgive somebody and reestablish a relationship until a person acknowledges their part of why that relationship fell apart in the first place so that you have some accountability, you know, and, and, and grow from there. I totally get that part and I totally 100% agree. But people don't realize that forgiveness, again, even it's even in the Bible, you know, it's really not for for the other person. It's really for you. Because see, what happens is if you don't forgive someone, then you hold on to that anger, you hold on to that resentment, you hold on to that bitterness. And it could be, it's like a stopped up drain. I think my pastor explained it. It's like a stopped up drain, like a, like a faucet that just, the supply hasn't been cut off. 
you know, and so you're not getting the water and the nourishment that you need because it's like a backed up drain. It's like a clog, like a blockage, okay? And there's so many different things, like everything we wrote on those masks, you know, they can be like a blockage, a hindrance to where, you know, whatever it is that we're supposed to get from these different relationships. So I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, put it in layman's terms and give you all an example. I used to be an assistant manager at like a, a big corporation. Um, back in, say, I'll say between 2014 and 2018 is when I was there. And I had a manager who I thought was racist. I thought he was sexist, um, you know, and he had just was very unkind to me. And I battled in my flesh, you all, you know, when I say in my flesh, for those who don't understand, I mean, I didn't really pray and ask God to help me through the situation. I just kind of kept reacting as a human being would, you know, as a regular human being who don't know God. Like, listen, I'm mad, I'm cussing, I'm fussing, I'm losing sleep at night. I mean, I'm battling with this thing and this man, right? Now, realizing that there was a lesson that God wanted me to get, he was some tools he wanted me to get from this man that I couldn't get because of the animosity and the anger and the unforgiveness and the bitterness and the resentment that I had allowed myself to build up toward him over the, over the years, over my, you know, my tenure there with him. So I lied to you all that. One day we were sitting in the office, and this was like my breaking point. And for the first time, it's like God helped me to see this man, not as Lexi wanted to see him, but as God saw him. And because God cleared my view right quick, like I think this is just something he just did for me. Like I didn't even realize it was happening. But for the first time, I heard this man a different way. So what he was trying to do was teach me because I was a new manager, okay? So I really needed to learn from him. He had been in the company for, I don't know how many years, you know, probably half my life, you know, because he's an older guy. And he was trying to teach me how to delegate because I went to him talking about how frustrated I was, you know, that the staff don't do what they're supposed to do. They don't listen. You know, they're not, you know, um, checking off their checklist when they complete different things. I got to keep going back. Who did what? You know, when did you do it? You know, and, and not knowing who to critique and, and who to hold responsible for certain things. And he was telling me, Alexa, I've been telling you all this time, delegate. You know, like if I give you an assignment and I give you a task to do, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm telling you to do it. I'm just saying it has to get done. You decide, based on the list of things I've given you to do day to day, who should do what, right? And anyone that's listening, if you're a business owner, you know, if you've been in management before, heck, if you're a parent with some children, you know you got to delegate some stuff. At the end of the day, we all only one person. We can only do the job of one person, not five, 10, 20, right? So it was like I needed to get that lesson about delegation. But it took me so long to get it because I didn't see this man properly. And the reason I didn't see him properly is because I didn't properly process my human feelings and emotions which really I could have just been surrendering to God and asking God to help me to, to forgive and to let go and to move forward so that I could kind of almost give myself an opportunity to start from a clean, pure place, right? That I was just missing it, you know? And I just want to encourage you all because how many times do we do that in our personal relationships? How many times do we carry baggage from one relationship and one situation to the next? Because again, we're never really taking the time, hmm? there's that word again, <laughs> taking the time, taking the space, slowing down to really address and properly deal with anything. You know, we just keep moving on and then you drag the stuff from thing to thing. And then even when God wants to present a good opportunity, a good person or whatever to you, you second guessing it and questioning it, why? Because you haven't allowed your mind to be renewed 
from the previous situations or from the previous person that hurt you or offended you. You get what I'm saying? So I just want to encourage you all to just, you know, like seek forgiveness, you know, seek true healing. If that means you got to consult a counselor, you know, ask the Lord if you have a relationship with God or, you know, a spiritual guy, um, you know, like um, thermometer, you know, pray for deliverance, you know, get understanding, you know. Um, ask God to help you to renew your mind daily and, and multiple times a day if necessary and about different situations. And I know for me recently, my prayer has been, God, help me to, one, see myself the way that you see me, okay? Because sometimes we got self-hate and all this other stuff going on, and that's not healthy or beneficial to us or no one else either, you know? Um, and then to see other people the way that God sees them. Because, see, this is what I know for a fact. God's vision is perfect vision. Why? Because God is a perfect God. So the way he sees us is not, he's not repainting us. He just sees us for who he really made us. He sees us through the eyes of his son, Jesus Christ. He doesn't see us with our sin. He doesn't see us with whatever is going on with us, you know. He sees us perfectly because he sees us through the blood that was shed on the cross for our sins. That's what we believe as believers. But again, you know, whatever your faith is, just know that God loves you and God sees you and you're be at your best self, even when other people don't. We need to get better about seeing one another that way. So now I'm not telling you to convince yourself that somebody is who they're not. I mean, you can't always dwell with people based on their potential. Sometimes if a person's not living up to the potential you know that you see and it's holding you back to keep that relationship, then you might have to move on. You know, but I'm just saying for the people that are actively in your life, try to ask God to help you to see them the right way. Because sometimes it could be a person there that might have an opportunity for you or, you know, might be a good business relationship for you or whatever the case may be. Or, hey, even a potential mate. But because you don't see them the right way, you know. Um, and I think there's something about when you're familiar with a person. They say that, like, familiarity, I think that's in the Bible, breeds contempt. It's almost like when you get too familiar, then you forget, you know, and you overlook certain things, and you take things and people for granted, and no one wants to stay around um, long-term with someone that takes them for granted, you know? So just learning to just not um, cast people off and throw people to the side as if they don't mean anything. So just to make sure that you all know, I do have a scripture to back up with everything that I'm saying, and then I'll just wrap this up, you know, within, and, and, and there. But 1 John 4.20 in the New King James Version reads, If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? So we like to say, oh, I love God. Oh, I love God, especially us in the church. Hello churchy people. Oh, I love God. God is good. But then you're not even kind to the new person walking in the door or your sister across the aisle from you, right? But we say that we love God, you know, and we haven't seen him, but we don't even know how to love the people that we dwell with on a day-to-day -day basis. And when I say love, I don't mean our love. I don't mean my love. I don't mean your love. I mean with the love of Christ. I mean with the love of God, because again, his love is perfect. His love covers a multitude of sins. Our love ain't covering nothing. <laughs> you know, his love made him send his son to die for us all in this world, whether we all believe it or not. You know, so the thing is, you know, his love, right? So it's like you have to, again, if we don't fix this, and then there's another scripture, y'all, and I'm sorry, I told y'all I'm going to sound preachy, but hey. I just felt this is what's on my heart. This got to bring it. And I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be an ongoing continuation conversation. But it says that the natural precedes the spiritual. 
So however you dwell in the natural, you know, is kind of just goes before what happened in the spiritual. So you can't bypass, you know, again, not um, addressing your your people situations and your people relationships and think that you're just going to be able to go straight to God because God is a relational God. You know, he deals with people, you know, in community. You know, division is not of God. Confusion is not of God, meaning a lot of gossip and, and, you know, and discord and stuff. Like, none of that is godly. God deals with people through people. So people always want to dismiss people, you know, just because they had a few bad apples, so to speak, and then think they're just going to be like, oh, but hey, God, I'm just going to come straight to you, right? As if God is not going to use another person to be a blessing to you. So another example I have for that, just to bring it home for you all, is that um, I had uh, someone that I was working under in a certain company, and her and I had a falling out. And I'm not going to lie, you know, I was butthurt behind the situation. I didn't properly process my feelings and emotions, or I tried to rush myself through that healing process. For those of you all, healing is a choice, and it is a process. You know, so don't rush your healing process, okay? Just because you just want to try to hurry up and get back to appearances and act like you over something and you're really not, okay? So that's what I did. Kept trying to act like we were cool. It wasn't working. So when I finally came to terms with how I felt about her and, and, and you know, and confessed it to God and asked him to help me with it, I had an opportunity to talk to her, you know, to kind of like reconcile, so to speak. Do you know this lady turned around and blessed me so much? When I went out of town, when we went out of town, our company had, the company I was working for at the time, part-time, had a convention, and we went out of town. And this lady, I had lost my iPhone a few months prior. She found an iPhone and gave it to me. You know, she found an iPhone, gave me the iPhone, and then it was some other things, some products or something that she had for me, and she turned around and brought those all the way to Philadelphia just to give them to me. And y'all, when I tell you I was so touched, but in that moment I was thinking, God, if I would not have just let this thing go, you had a blessing from this lady's bosom for me that I wouldn't have been able to receive because I was still looking at her through my tainted eyes, my hurt eyes, instead of just asking God to help me to really truly forgive her and let everything go and move forward. You know, like, can you imagine if God held us to the same standard that we hold one another to? Man, we all be in trouble. So again, I just want to encourage you all, no person is perfect, you're not perfect, I'm not perfect, so we have to learn how to give each other grace. You know, you do want to make sure that you are giving the right people chances because insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. If somebody keeps proving to you that they're toxic, that they're dysfunctional, that they're self-centered, that they do not have your best interests at heart, you know, the Bible says that in order to have friends, one must be friendly then respond to that situation, address it properly. All I'm saying is, see the situation for what it is, take the lesson as a blessing. You know, it's almost like take the meat, throw away the bone. Don't let your past um, situations with other people and whatever else you're going on continue to impact your future, okay? So that was that, and I thank you so much if you're still tuning in, and I hope that that quick message did bless you. Or at least it was quick for me. Maybe it was long for you all. (laughs) But again, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm going to, I encourage you all to visit my website, www.lexi, L-E-X-Y-S-A-D as in David, apple.com. Because there you have all the links to the page. 
Please like us. Find us on Facebook. That's there on that website, www.lexysade.com. Um, go find us on Facebook.